Well, hello and welcome to the Go Anteater podcast today. Um, we have Dennis Jenkins here again, and I just wanted to quickly ask you a question of what is your favorite roach, cockroach story from your time with ABC? Oh, wow. I mean, I've got a bunch, but I think the one that probably sticks out the most in my mind was a hospital that we were doing in the Metroplex. And I get the call because, you know, we're, we're a few years in business now, so I'm kind of in sales mostly. So I was wearing slacks most of the time right. and boots. And, you know, I'm, I'm going around and I get this call that uh, kind of a panic call from our technician who is underneath this hospital. And it had a big, tall crawl space. Uh, and he goes, man, there's like a lot of cockroaches down here. I'm going to use my fogger. And I'm like, no, do not use a fogger. <laughs> if you use a fogger where there's a lot of cockroaches, you're going to drive them straight up into the hospital. So I'm like, no, 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 no. So you sit tight. I'll be there. So I buzzed by the office and I grabbed a ton of bait. It, you, it was a bait used to be called Larvalor. It's not yeah. around anymore. Yeah. But it was a I great, used it. Yeah, right. You know it. It was a great bait. It was very attractive to the cockroaches, and it would kill them. And it would the advantage to that kind of a bait was it would kill the cockroaches, and they'd stay where they were. Mm -hmm. Right? You weren't driving them somewhere else where a, a, a pesticide, especially a fogged pesticide, would just drive them away. Absolutely. Right? So I, I go buzz by the office. I grab I don't know twenty five thirty pounds of that stuff because he just really put it on my head uh, how much there was. So I go go get in this hospital, like drop in this floor, and it's got literally a an area where you drop down, and I start walking, and again, I'm in my slacks, <laughs> and I'm wearing my boots, and all of a sudden, I'm in mud that is the consistency of baby food. I mean, Ooh. it is nasty, and it's like, <laughs> as I'm stepping in all this, all this mud, and I mean, it's coming up all on my boots. I mean, when I finished with all this, and I go to clean my boots, it took like four times of cleaning the boots before I could get it all off because they were elephant skin. So it was oh. one of those ones that all the nooks and crannies had were to be. everywhere. Yep. It was gross. <laughs> so anyways, I go down there, and I don't know what really I'm expecting because I, I, you know, I'm going, okay, he told me there's a ton of cockroaches. Well, I'm looking around, and American cockroaches are everywhere, all on top of each other. Every, it's just horrible. And I'm going, oh, thank God. God, we did not fog this because it would have been <laughs> I mean, you'd have had immediate complaints from everybody right above you that you just drove all these cockroaches up. So I start taking, and there was there was areas where it had uh, the mud, but it also had areas where it was just water, right? So the standing water underneath this, uh, under, in the crawl space. So I'm first throwing out a ton of the uh, of the bait, just putting it out and, and spreading it all around there, trying to, again, kill them where they are. Right. But then all of a sudden I get to this area and there's this water and I can't really get to the other side. So we go get uh, the piddle platters, which are just these platters that you used to put uh, – um, rodent bait in. Okay. Right. But it, they were plastic and very, very lightweight. And I'm going, okay, I've got to get bait over to that area and that area. So I put a little bit of that bait in that piddle platter and then kind of float it into that stagnant, nasty water. And I just pushed it out there as far as I could get it. And it just is, you know, so I've got like 15 or 20 of those things all floating away and, and it solved the problem. And I went back later and saw the, the death and destruction of, you know, hundreds of thousands of cockroaches oh, in yeah. this crawl space. And then you go, yeah, that, that's how you do that. So, you know, in, in learning everything, you kind of go, you don't want to drive things to somewhere <laughs> else because then you just move the problem. You gotta, you gotta take care of the problem where it is. And, 
That was one of the nastiest uh, American cockroach infestations I had ever seen. Oh, man, talk about, you know, our listeners, definitely. You don't get this every day. You don't get these types of stories from everyone. It's not your typical podcast. Um, And I think that's something that makes this a little bit more unique. Yeah, it makes it fun, too. I mean, you know, it's fun to think back on all the stories, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Do you... Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about on that? No. What what story do you have? I mean, I know you've been doing this long enough. You've got some cool stories. What do you got? I do. So this isn't a cockroach story, but um, so this is when I was working for you when I was 17 years old. So there's a little time frame to put everyone in perspective for this this story. <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually in Dallas, and um, I remember walking up. It was a very beautiful home, very well kept. It looks really nice knocking on the front door this woman answers the door she opens the door and she is in nothing um and so i i didn't know what to expect and opening that door at 17 and seeing that it really caught me off guard i'm sure it did (laughs) um and then you know i i put that aside i asked hey are you okay with you know putting on a robe or something while i come into the house and take care of the service she goes well yeah i typically don't i'm not a big fan of doing that but you know if it's gonna make you uncomfortable i'll put on a robe you were 17 for god's sake exactly (laughs) and so i told her i was like no that would definitely make me more comfortable and so she went and put on a robe i i waited in the front entry i walked in a little bit more and right over this is in the family room right over their entire fireplace it's not like a photograph it is literally a painted portrait of the entire family naked but the thing that bothered me the most wasn't necessarily the naked people on it. It's the fact that they had their dog sitting right next to them all in this naked photo that was painted. And I'm just like, Well, he what? was naked too. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> um, but man, that definitely caught me off guard. But that that's not even where it ended because, you know, walked down the... They had like a long, long hallway. And so I started walking down the hallway. Pictures on both sides are... All the kids are naked in the photos. The parents are naked in the photos. It's just naked photos across the entire hallway. And I see that there's this one back room that has this top latch that was locked by, like, one of the, you know, like, the locker combination yeah, locks? Yeah, yeah, It was locked onto the top of that latch, and I'm like, oh. In my head, I'm already like, well, I, I really don't want to know what's behind <laughs> that room. <laughs> so. Yeah, if everybody's naked out here, what the heck goes behind the door? Right, what, what qualifies yeah. as being inappropriate for people to see? Yeah. Um, and so I'm going about my service, treating the rooms, trying to do everything, making sure it took care of the customer, but also doing it as fast as I possibly could. <laughs> Um, so I'm working my way, working my way. And I finally get to that room with the latch. And so I called down to her and she was in the living room. I said, Hey, are you needing any services done in this room? She goes, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Hold on. So she comes down, unlocks the door, lets me in. When she opens the door, I mean, you talk about something that made me go like complete red was just, it was a sex dungeon essentially. (laughs) I mean, there were there were everything that you would ever imagine. Well, between thank God two they at least people. had a lock on it, so the kids didn't go in. Although they were in the naked pictures everywhere. Exactly, exactly. But anything you could ever imagine from what you would want in a relationship from that type of thing, if you're into it, was in that room. Shelves. I mean, hundreds of things that you were seeing. Swings, everything. It was just very uncomfortable. So I remember in that room, I went over to the window, sprayed the windows, and I shut the door. And I was like, "Hey, I think you're good." Um, if you have any issues specifically in there, let us know. We'll come back out and take care of it. 
But I remember it was one of those services where it was like you just wanted to take care of them and get the heck out. Just goes to show you, you don't want cockroaches anywhere, especially if you're going to run around naked all the time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, that was uh, that's one of those stories that, man, it was just a... Uh, it's one I'll never forget. It's like burned into the head. You remember that whole occurrence um, very vividly. Um, but yeah, no, that's, so there's two fun stories, one from you, one from me. That's greatness. Uh, well, thank you again for all the listeners tuning in and listening to this episode. I really do appreciate it. Um, we always have fun with doing these types of things, and you guys are what enables us to continue this and, and being able to outreach to the community in a different way than what we historically have um, so with that, please stay tuned for the next Go Anteater podcast. Thank you for listening, and cheers. ABC Home and Commercial Services.